So there are three mistakes that you may or may not be making as an adult. But you know what? We're going to go over those today because whether you know them or don't know them doesn't make you a bad parent. It's all about whether or not you're willing to actually become a better parent for your kids. And that's why today on this episode of Hashtag Dad Life, we are welcoming Will Draper to our podcast this week. And Will is a father. He tells dad jokes on his social media. Definitely go check all that out. Information in below. But today, Nick and I decided we're going to be talking about the three mistakes every parent makes. From talking to your kid like either a baby or they're a full-grown adult, whether that's saying no to them just for the hell of it, or overscheduling their lives. There's a lot of mistakes that we can make as parents, but these are the three biggest ones that we often see other people make and even mistakes we've made ourselves. So if you're in that parenting realm, you won't want to miss this episode of Hashtag Dad Life, part of the Beyond Real Estate podcast. We're going to jump right into that after this. Welcome to Beyond Real Estate with Jayla, the podcast discussing parenting, real estate, and business. Every week we go in depth on how to become successful in business and life. Jalen, take it away. So those are some three pretty big mistakes that you can be making. Maybe you're making them right now and you're like, ah, shoot, I'm getting called out. And it's a Monday and I'm starting my week off like this. My football team lost. Now you're saying that I'm making mistakes as a parent? Yes, we are. But that is not a personal attack. Don't take it that way because these are mistakes that uh, we can talk to because we've all made them to some degree. No one's perfect. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. We've seen that commercial a million times. And so today we're going to be discussing why you should be talking to your kids with respect, not overscheduling their lives. And more importantly, I would argue, and Will brought this up, and so I'm going to throw it his way here in a second, not just saying no, just for the sake of no. So Will, what do you mean by that? And why is it a mistake that a lot of people and parents make? Yeah. So, you know, what kids are constantly asking for stuff, whether you're going down the grocery store aisle and they're pointing at stuff on the shelf that they want, or they want to go do this, they want to do that. Just saying no without giving a reason, like you're not giving any context to the situation. And if you put yourself in their perspective and you just hear no, and you don't know why, like not explaining that to them, like you're not having a conversation and you're not teaching them the right way. If you're, if you just say no without giving a reason they're going to grow up saying no without a reason somebody tells them to do something like no no and what's the worst thing you can hear as a parent you hear your kids say no and you're like oh that's when you get really upset so instead of just saying no yeah hey i I want the teddy grams over there on the ship like we're not going to get the teddy grams and the reason is it's garbage like it's not good food for you and here let's pull out the box (laughs) let me show you why i think this and we're like i can't pronounce the ingredients on this box we're just not gonna buy it so i like to really explain that you know what my wife is actually a child psychologist and she helped me because i was really awful at almost all things parenting and she has been a great help to me to learn to (laughs) communicate and really explain that stuff so when your kids say no or you say no give them a reason like actually talk to them and have a conversation instead of just saying no and moving on They're saying threatening them with a suplex off the top rope is not going to be the preferred method if you want your kid to grow up into a fully functioning human being. As contrary to popular belief as that might be, you're correct. (laughs) Okay, okay. So Triple H Teaches Parenting was not the first book that I should have been reading. That makes sense. No, Um, definitely not. Nick, 
a body like a god, but all kids are just screwed up. So it's got give and take. Swimsuit season or a better human being. Some people will take that trade off. Nick, you're the one that brought this one up. And I honestly hadn't thought of this too much. And I don't know if it's just me being a lazy parent, but I don't seem to have this issue. So maybe for more of those outgoing parents that constantly take their kids out to do stuff, Yep. on a daily basis, on an hourly basis, and have to schedule out every aspect of their life. You said don't overschedule your kid. Give us a, an example of kind of what that looks like when you've been overscheduling your kid and also how you can do a better job of, sounds like it's a balance issue of right relaxation time versus just going out and constantly working. Talk to us about that. Yeah, definitely not speaking from experience, just with an 11 month old, it's not too many things I can schedule with them besides the daddy <laughs> time and wake up and soccer. Soccer's on our schedule. Wait, you schedule wake up time? How wake the up, hell do you wake up wake well, up time an with an 11 month old? But yeah, I just wake him up, right? I just roll on him and until he wakes up and then we go oh. straight to identifying <laughs> your soccer ball um, until about 8.30 and that, no. But in all seriousness, Living in California has really broadened my perspective on this topic, being overscheduling kids' lives. And kids can be relative, right? Because again, I'm not referencing babies. I'm referencing, let's say, start getting, I don't know, eight years old, I've seen it. And then definitely through the high school years of, okay, they're done at school at 2.30. They need to be doing something until 3.30. And then now take them to their first training session done at five. And then from five to six, they have piano. And six to that time, they have gymnastics. And then they'll have dinner after that. Then they study for 30 minutes and they go to bed. Like there's so much structure. I'm tired. I'm right? tired from hearing that. That sounds... I am guilty of all of those things. <laughs> my my daughter dances like 20 hours a week at a studio. Wow. <laughs> she's 12. So she's just that, rocking. I, yeah. 20 uh, hours. I would say that's a commitment that she has to enjoy it at some point. Oh, yeah, <laughs> she does. But it, some kids, I feel like they need that. If she's not doing something and she's not regulated, like it's a shit show. Can I say that? Can I say that? <laughs> yes, uh, you're good. You're good. You're okay. okay. My grandma might, might, she might be writing into the show to say that was no, no word, but we're okay <laughs> here. We're grown. Okay. We're big boys. Yeah, so, you know, she's getting off the bus probably right about now. And then my wife's going to take her over to the dance studio and she's going to be there until 7.30 tonight. We're going to grab dinner. She's going to go to bed. She's going to get up. She's going to go to the dance studio. Like every day after school, except for Mondays, she's gone for four or five hours and she's always gone. Like my son, like I coach the soccer team. It's always soccer and then it's Ninja Warrior training and then it's piano. Like over scheduling is definitely a problem I have. I didn't realize it till today. Thank you. Thank you. Like, well, and I have a problem. <laughs> but like using your daughter is a very good example. I think, I guess I have the perspective of she's dedicating herself to one thing to become really good at it. And that's not doing 10 things, right? And then being worn down from, mm -hmm. for example, I can remember being a soccer coach there a number of years ago and the kid would go from volleyball practice to soccer practice, have gymnastics after, and then have homework. And in my head, I'm thinking that kid's shreds, not just physically, but mentally. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's interesting. I, you know what? I agree. I had a kid on one of the soccer teams I coached last year, and uh, he missed practice once a week. Like, I talked to his parents. I was like, what's the deal? They're like, oh, he's also on the basketball team, the football team, and there was something else. I think it's lacrosse, too, and soccer, like all in the same season, all at the same time. They're like, yeah, we miss one practice at every sport every week. And I was like, good God. Like, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't imagine doing that sports sport. He'd show up to like games on Saturday like with eye black under his eyes and like sweating profusely because he had just got done playing like two games and two other sports. Jeez. Yep. Don't so recommend then it. I guess I, Don't recommend I wonder it. like, where does that end? 
or when does that end? Does that end when, when that kid's a senior in high school or does, you know, does the kid go off the deep end and be like, the heck with sports, I hate them all because I can't enjoy any of them? Probably. Like, I think that's a, a really interesting Probably. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think it's, I, I feel like it's not his decision yet. Like, I think his parents are just like, you need to go do stuff. Get out of my hair. <laughs> I like spending time with my kids. I try not to overschedule, but I think you're right. Like my daughter, she's, yeah, I want to be really good at this. So I just, that's what I want to do. And she's not happy unless she's like there doing that thing. So she just <laughs> overscheduled herself, but it, it takes a toll. God, the amount of miles we put on our cars just going to and from and to and from and to and from is insane. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah, we, that was a side effect that we have not discussed at all. And I think that's one that uh, we all really need to discuss more. How does this impact your car's uh, performance over the years? <laughs> we just spent $1,000 on new brakes and tires yesterday. So that'll Ooh. tell you. <laughs> yep. That's just a once a month deal. It's yeah, uh, a month. You, you get used to it. <laughs> if you budget for it, it's doable. The last one I want to hear, I mean, I want to hear both of you guys' perspectives on this one for sure, but it's, I constantly see this. Either people treat their kids like they're full-grown adults and they shouldn't be making any mistakes, and that's how they talk to them, or the other extreme where they talk to them like a baby, and they baby them, and they don't explain things to them, especially like when saying no, and the kid grows up in this way of not being treated just like a human, where you're being explained to what's going on you, hey why are we doing this or why is this happening and it's not just because it's you're giving them actual answers and you're fully allowing them to comprehend what is actually occurring and the reasons behind that instead of just being like because we have to or because this is the way it works or not talk to them in a baby voice nick i'm sure you're guilty of this more than any of us with an 11 <laughs> how much do you baby diego and why are you ruining his life <laughs> honestly i'm guilty of not babying him i guess enough like when i see him fall down uh, this morning prime example he was walk he's a drunk man sailor right now right he's just mm. beginning to walk and he's always tipping it and i got blamed for run running him into the fridge because uh, because i set him down and he's like quickly stumbling his way and then he quickly fell and he fell right into the fridge door and, and Bree saw it happen. You just pushed our son into the fridge. I didn't touch our son. Diego, you're fine. Get up. Let's go. Moving on. Why are and, you uh, crying? Come on. Walk it off. Walk it off. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't had uh, had that opportunity yet to get there. But I, I do want to touch on the other flip side of treating him as adult or even go down the rabbit hole of nothing's ever good enough. Right? You need to try harder. You need to work harder. You need to do this more. You need to do that more. And again, it's that grinding. I agree that we need to push them, but they're not many adults. And I think that's what a lot of adults forget is they're not many adults. And the way they comprehend, it's really, Jay, we've, you, you and I have talked about this one with sports specifically. It's hard to build confidence up and it's really difficult. Or it's hard to build confidence up and it's easy to tear it down. Right. Yeah. And it goes back to that idea of treating them as an adult or again, things are, it's never good enough, whatever that is. But I think that's a very scary place to operate for when our kids do get older and the resentment that gets built up, I can guarantee you, of <laughs> they can never please you and you're never satisfied and interesting. So Will, what are your thoughts? You have more experience at this than we do. Yeah, my, mine are 10 and 12. And at this point, I wouldn't say I'd treat them like an adult, but definitely try to push them to be more age appropriate. So allowing my 10 year old to be a 10 year old, not expecting him to be 18, allowing him to like this yep. morning, they, he had to get up super early to go to the uh, to the zoo and just still letting him crawl in bed with us just for a minute, not saying get up on your own. Like <laughs> it's okay to still get up and make their lunch and help them do things and not treat them like a full grown adult all the time. Because I'll tell you, man, 
my daughter's 12 going on 13 like she acts like an adult and she wants to do everything for herself <laughs> and i relish those i swear to god i relish those moments when she's daddy can you do this i'm like uh-huh can just melt because she wants to be treated like an adult <laughs> it's so good to just be able to treat them like a kid sometimes too and just like i'm in a different place because i remember being with like two and three year olds like oh my god i can't wait for them to grow up like just grow up but like <laughs> yeah at this point like yeah. growing up it, so it, fast and i'm about to lose one of them just uh, being a teenager and it's like oh god i'm scared of that yeah uh, their hands aren't as small as they used to be they don't need you to open pantry cupboards to get snacks anymore all those small things that all, all wow. the things that all the yeah, things I that think, you I, take I, for granted when they're younger, right? You're like, oh, can you please just yeah. do that yourself? And then now I'm like, I'll do it for you. I miss this. Yeah. yeah. You're taller than me, but I can get that thing on the top shelf for you. Come on, <laughs> exactly. son. Come on. Let me help you. <laughs> uh, everyone, I hope that you got something from this. These may be mistakes that we all have done to some degree in some way. They are also the mistakes that a lot of people, if you don't face them, you don't fix them. So... Hopefully you pulled something away from this and you're listening to podcasts or doing some sort of education to become a better parent. So good on you for doing that. Just thanks for allowing us to be one of those many resources for you. But yeah, let us know what you think. Was there something that we missed? Was there a four and a five that you're like, ah, these are pretty close. Maybe you should do a top five next time. Maybe we will. But remember, you're not a producer, so you're not going to tell us what to do. But thanks for listening to this week's episode of Hashtag Dad Life, part of the Beyond Real Estate Podcast. Again, let us know what you thought of the episode and be sure to follow and subscribe wherever you are listening and or watching this so that you will be notified when the next episode is released. Talking of next episodes, join us on Wednesday for our Real Estate Roundup, where we're going to be talking about three ways tech is redefining the real estate space. Will will be joining us for that episode as well. So you won't want to miss it. All right. Have a wonderful Monday. We'll see you on Wednesday. Want to see, hear, or listen to more of Nick's take on the California real estate market? Check out my links below. Also, check out the links below for more information on products, books, or references made in this podcast. And please don't forget to subscribe, like, and share.